Success is elusive, but it doesn't have to be. This is Limitless Belief, a weekly podcast where we discover the principles of success by those who use them well. Be encouraged, be inspired, be limitless. All right. So hello and welcome to the Limitless Belief podcast, uh, the show that provides insight and encouragement, ideas and inspiration to people struggling with limiting beliefs through authentic conversation. Our goal is to unlock the unlimited power of positive mindset and limitless belief one interview at a time, creating a community where people can share, learn and grow from the examples and stories of individuals who've overcome limiting beliefs I'm your host, Frederick Tolbert, and today we're going to talk about conquering limiting beliefs with John Vong. So whether you're at home, in your car, or taking public transportation, we appreciate you spending some time with us today. And our guest today is John Vong. He is the founder and owner of Local SEO Search, which is based in Toronto, Canada. Uh, Ranked as one of the leading SEO providers in Canada, Local SEO Search is a full-service search engine optimization company. Um, John has a passion for building meaningful relationships with business owners and helping to educate them in the field of advertising and online marketing. He's going to share with us uh, some key lessons from his life journey. And if we're lucky, a few tips on how to get our respective businesses on the front page, on the first page of Google. (laughs) So hi, John. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks a lot for the intro, Frederick. Uh, (laughs) It was great uh, for that. And I'm... uh, you know, looking forward to this great conversation today. Yeah, same here. You know, I was just so, so really, so excited when, um, when, when you, when, when your team reached out in reference to coming on the podcast. Um, I just had an opportunity to uh, read up on you and listen to some of the interviews that you've done in the past. And I just, I, I was just thinking to myself, man, you know, John is a perfect person to be on this podcast because of what the podcast is all about, which is being limitless. And as we get into, as we start getting into your journey, I'm pretty sure people will see exactly what we mean by your story, your journey being a limitless story. Um, but I wanted to start in the beginning, if you don't mind, you know, where, where did your life journey begin? So back, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up in a, a town outside of Toronto, um, okay. one hour west of Toronto in a city called Hamilton. Um, my parents actually left um, Vietnam okay. uh, and they left because of the war. And um, they had to liquidate everything, sell all their assets and trade it in for gold. Um, and I was the fourth child of four children. Um, so, and we, I was the only one born here in Canada. Everyone okay. else was actually born in Vietnam. Um, okay. And coming to Canada, my, my parents didn't speak the language. They didn't right. know anyone and they didn't have any support, right? So right. we basically had each other. And right. that was the sole uh, purpose of like living at while growing up, right? Government yeah. housing, mm-hmm. um, they did whatever they had to do to raise us, right? right. Let it be food stamps, um, you know, secondhand clothing, whatever it was, uh, we were just grateful to be living in a, you know, what we didn't know was what they had to go through to get us to where we are today, right? Right, right. Um, and it's hard as a child, you know, growing up in a lower income area. Um, and I'm sure a lot of listeners might be going through the same thing, but right. they're living in a great country. Let it be Canada, US, any Western country has way more opportunities. Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, of course, I was very resentful. I wanted mm-hmm. the nicer cars, the nicer clothes, the nicer food. Right. But I knew that my parents kind of had to do what they had to do for food on the table to have shelter for us. So early days, I actually um, worked as a newspaper boy. I think I was like nine years old. And, (laughs) you know, my purpose at that time was to provide and help with the family, right? Like milk or bread or just food to support us. And that's what we all did as children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and as you, I was growing up, I continued working and that's all I knew, right? Like right. work, work, work. 
spend time studying yeah. and work and try right. to stay away from the bad crowd, right? Like my parents yeah. were really good in terms of like guiding me in the right direction because, you know, if you are um, raised in more of a government housing environment, you see good and bad. There's right. parents that are working a lot, two, three, you know, jobs and shifts, and you might not even surround yourself with, you know, your parents or relatives or family members. So you get, you know, into the wrong crowd yeah, of pure groups, sure. right? And that's sure. where it's very challenging as an adolescent because, you know, that's when people start rebelling, right? They're like, right. I don't want to, you know, be dictated by my parents because look, there's freedom. I can go freedom. out and do whatever I want. Absolutely. But I, I was very fortunate where I was working all the time. So I was busy, right? Right, right. And I, I was able to afford clothes at whatever the mall, right? Like I was able to go out for lunch once in a while because I was working all the time. So right. all these things were all about like my my habits, right? My parents mm. really ingrained good, solid uh, core habits of work hard, educate yourself, surround yourself with like family values. Yeah. And that molded me for, you know, my career and what I'm doing today. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and you know, based off, you know, what you just said now and some of the things that I've listened to just in preparation for, uh, for our conversation, you, you were always a hard worker, even as a kid, right? Going into your adult life, which we'll get into. Uh, but how many jobs do you think you've had in your life? <laughs> Um, I would say up until I finished university, um, yeah. so I went to college university, I had probably 20 plus jobs. Okay. Um, so in high school and stuff, um, I was doing odd jobs. I was a librarian, like I was working at the library. I worked in stadiums to do, you know, like the McDonald's stuff. I was a factory <laughs> worker. I did lawn care. I yeah. did... You name it, paper boy. <laughs> I did it all from office work to factory work and everything in between, right? Yeah. I was yeah. a hustler. For because sure. Because at that time, I just needed to survive. I needed some money so that when I went out to the bar or club or all age events, like I had money, right? Right. Um, or clothes or whatever it was. Because growing up, like my parents didn't have much to give. So it was like, yeah. you got to earn everything yourself right 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 yeah that's and that's that's something that you know i feel like that's something that's lacking a little bit in some in some of the the lives of the young men and women uh that are coming up today just that 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 hustle um you know that there's no free lunch you know that that we have to go out there and earn everything that we that we get and have those things they really do translate over into your adult years you know those values and those that, that structure that we, that we, that we gain as a result of, you know, uh, having to put in work early outside of just maybe going to school and things like that, you know, just learning how to be productive. You know, those are things that, uh, we typically don't like learn in school. Like they teach you how to do certain things in school, but you don't learn how to like be productive in a way, <laughs> right? Like in a way where you can sustain and, uh, you know, be a good steward of your time, be a good steward of your finances and things like that. Those are the things, it seems like those are some of the things that you learned uh, as a result of your experience working, you know, those jobs. Um, so when you got into, when you became an adult and started to work, that, that you had kind of like a leg up maybe on some of your competition. How, does that, does that kind of fit yeah. the mold a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Totally. Like foundationally. Um, yeah. And it's life lessons, right? Life lessons. Uh, yeah. You can, you can only read and go to school for school lessons, right? School lessons. But, exactly. But to live with people, understanding how to read people and individuals and communities and right. living in that pure group of, you know, you are the average of five people that you spend the most time with, right? Like, right. yeah, you read about it, but it's actually true. Because it's true, right. <laughs> you, you evolved the similar habits as they do. If they mm -hmm. enjoy drinking or partying or smoking or whatever, you're probably one of them because they want to involve people that are very like-minded, right? Surround right. themselves that are doing something similar. But if mm -hmm. you are educated, you go to the library and you read a lot or you listen to podcasts, like all these people there is a community for, right? right you right. just have to seek them out. You got to surround yourself with those people that are like-minded. Right. Um, hmm. So me being a hard worker all the time, like I, I saw the people that I was working with 
and I, I met like hundreds of them while working throughout high school and just picking people that I kind of wanted to gel with. Right. Right. So, right. and I got out a lot. I went out, I was social. I, I lived at the YMCA where wow. I played a ton of basketball. I played a lot of sports, <laughs> okay. went to the gym a lot. I surrounded myself with partiers, you know, everything from yeah. people that were, you know, government housing, community center, um, good, good, good people in general, yeah. hardworking, but there were things that people lacked. A lot of them were high school dropouts as well, right? Like, yeah, for sure. But they, they took their own career path, right? Like I really yeah. focused on education. I surround my, myself with like educators as well. Like a lot of people that are yeah. really smart, um, yeah. as well as the partiers, as well as right. the athletes. So just yeah. a lot of multiple groups, well, right? And figure out where you want to play and where you yeah. want to fit in, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I love that. Out of so out of these 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 different groups uh, and communities uh, that you would you know uh, enter yourself into, because these are all just networks of you know that we're gonna that we're coming inside and out of all the time. These are just different networks of people. Um, who were some of the the earlier influences that began to kind of shape your character and beliefs as far as you know you know who John wanted to become as, you know, when he became an adult or maybe even professionally, what were some of those early influences that began to kind of shape that thought process? Yeah. So I, I was working a lot. So I got yeah. to meet a lot of elderly people, like thirties, forties, yeah. 50 year olds. Yeah. And I would always be curious on how they lived their life. Right. Cause or, right. again, government housing, I didn't have a car. I didn't have, you know, nice clothes or food or all that stuff. So it was like, I'm always inquiring about like, what are you doing this weekend? What is uh -huh. going on in the evenings? Like, what do you guys actually do? Because yeah. for me, I would be at the community center shooting hoops, right? right I right. would be, you know, just hanging out, right? A lot of people would just hang out, which is fine. And that's yeah. why I did a lot of my time because we couldn't afford to go to, you know, the club all the time or right. party all the time, right? right. So, it was always just being curious, right? And right. eventually what I did was I hung out with a huge group of athletes, right? Oh, okay. Where, because those athletes were very like-minded, like myself. They wanted a better education. Mm -hmm. They were hardworking, which is dedicated to the art of getting better at basketball or volleyball mm -hmm. or whatever that sport was. Right. But they had career aspirations as well. They wanted to become better than what they had today, right? So right. they wanted a college university education. They wanted to, you know, have more of a fruits and uh, for their labor and rewards, right? Like, right. but it, it all starts with habits, right? And yeah, graining those work ethics of going to school earlier because you had athletic stuff. And then yeah. we would go to school and then afterwards we'd go to Y, right? YMCA yeah. to yeah. again, train, right? So all those foundational things of habits of working all the time and not really sleeping much, even mm -hmm. throughout high school, um, mm -hmm. it, it helped you evolve into like a lot more when yeah. you are older, right? Yeah, for sure. What, what, are, what were, so what, it seems like consistency, um, curiosity, what were some of those other habits that you, that's, uh, that you uh, kind of lived into that really kind of sets you up for success, you know, during, during your formative years. <laughs> yeah. So I was very passionate on yeah. everything I did, right. Where yeah. um, my, my goal was to be the best at whatever I'm going to put my mind into it. Right. For sure. So for sure. For schooling, I wanted to be as smart as the smartest kid that studied all the time. Gotcha. If I wanted to be a basketball player, yes, I would, train and train but maybe my height wasn't there <laughs> or there's some other components that i couldn't you know get past right so yeah. i tried to be you know point guard or whatever it was right, and, right or a right. pure shooter which is right. fine right um so there's some limitations to it but you can just do what you can control and that's why right. i learned right mm -hmm. don't you know there's other people out there that are great at a lot of things right you can only focus on what you can do and do right. the best you can. And that's all you can do. Right. Like, right. I, so I put mm. a lot of pressure on myself. I, I tried to do as good as I can for everything I did. Um, yeah. So, but I was very passionate on being the best version of myself and mm -hmm. not giving up. Right. 
mm-hmm. um, and not letting others dictate what your goals were, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you can easily surround yourself with wrong people. Yeah. And get, you know, people are going to pull you in, right? Yeah. But you have to really focus on, look, sorry, I, you know, I don't have time here. Right. You know, I need to really do this because my goal is to get to school or whatever, university, college, right? So let me right. study. If right. I'm done, then I could do this, right? Right, right. Yeah, you have to have, yeah, you have to have priorities. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It sounds to me too that like competition was something that, that drove you a little bit. Not, not, not in a negative sense. Like if, if you were a point guard on a basketball team on any given whatever day it was in a week where you had a game that you were saying to yourself, I'm going to be the best point guard today. And, and it wasn't necessarily something where you were negatively, it was neg- it was like a negative thing. It was just a positive thing that you're just not going to outwork me. Even if you are taller than me, exactly. I'm going to be the best point guard today. Right. Cause I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to maximize my skill set to the best of my ability. I'm going to control the things I can control. Yeah. So that's, um, that's, that's amazing. What you, what you call it, a competitive kind of a, Spirit oh yeah. Or, or spirit? Okay. So it's yeah. like not only basketball. So I was play, being into volleyball. I was being into okay. tennis, rowing, like every single sport I was kind of yeah. involved in. And I wanted to be the captain of the team. Right. So I was all <laughs> about like, look, internal competition. And then once you're, you know, part of the team, you want to beat the other team. Right. So right. I think sports was very competitive and that's where my competitive nature in sales became. Okay. Uh, a very big component of my my next life, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and you know, I'm gonna, I, I would love to transition into that next life. But I, the last thing I, I wanted to know, you know, because I, I did sales a little bit myself, but I kind of did sales out of necessity, right? And um, I found a lot of people that that were in sales were doing it kind of out of necessity too. But I wanna, I wanna get before I get into that, I wanted to ask you, you know, when you're a kid, um, you know, there's no such thing as can't when you when we're young. Um, and this is typically where our dreams are the biggest. So when you were a young man growing up, you know, what did you dream about becoming when you became an adult? What was your, what was your, uh, your dream, uh, dream life, (laughs) dream, dream career. So again, basketball, MJ was a big inspiration for me Yeah, um, yeah. while growing up basketball. But then I also saw a lot of TV ads and I, you know, working at the library, I saw these glossy magazines, right? So yeah. I would be like, wow, that CEO of that big company is <laughs> buying a jet, nice, you know, car, all the women in the world. I'm like, man, these are great things to be living if you are the CEO. So I'm like, one day I'm going to be a CEO, right? Whatever. Right. But that's you. like whatever the dream was. But in reality, it's like, you need that target. You need some goals to aspire to become, right? And yeah. although they're not really achievable because that's like one in a billion or whatever millions, um, make it smaller goals, right? And then mm-hmm. even in sales, like you mentioned, it's out of necessity. Yeah, yellow. Uh, while working in newspaper, necessity, of course, right? To pay, mm-hmm. but I always had to sell myself to try mm-hmm. to get new subscribers, right? Mm-hmm. I was always mm-hmm. pitching and no didn't really mean much to me. No solicitation right. was, I had no idea what that meant. I just got over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I thought whatever, right? <laughs> Who cares? Uh, so Yeah, for sure. It, it doesn't matter, man. Yeah, yeah. you got to have some tough skin to be in sales. You know, you have to exactly. have, like they say, the quarterback has to have a, a short memory, right? Like if you throw a pick, uh, uh, interception or if you get sacked you got to get back up there and you got to go Move again on. right yep. that's that's kind of like what sales is but when you, what, what um after high school you went to college what college did you go to uh so an hour away from where i lived um okay it's called western university so it was in london ontario okay um so i studied business finance there oh great okay yeah what, what made you want to study uh, business finance so i was good in math okay um, and I, all my siblings were engineers yeah. and I didn't want to go to the same university as them. So I okay. was like, okay, I'm going to a different one. It's yeah. a little bit further, but at least I could live my life kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, how was your college experience? Was it a, uh, so it was interesting interesting as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Because a lot of the people that went to university, their parents actually helped them a lot, right? Where yeah. a lot of them were driving nice cars, they were living, 
you know, they had a lot of disposable income, right? I was still yeah. working okay. uh, to pay for right. my daily living, right? Because it's right. expensive. University is not cheap. And I got loans. I got credit card yeah. debt. I was working just to yeah. survive, let alone spend money to party and do what they were doing, right? right. And right. I didn't know and experience what they've experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can say that I met great people. I was... Mm-hmm learning a lot and it was more independence right now that my parents weren't around to support and you know cook for me and clean for me it was more yeah. trying to live on your own kind of life yeah for sure yeah the, um the after you grad well let me ask you it sounds like there were some major major hurdles that you kind of faced on that on that journey um how were you able to overcome those hurdles and still have a a decent college college experience, right? Where you were able to learn and make those connections and do all of these things in spite of the fact that maybe some people had a little bit more margin than you. Um, how, how were you able to kind of overcome some of these hurdles and still have a, a good experience, good college experience? I think it's the relationships that you kind of form, right? So yeah, for sure. again, I didn't connect with a lot of people in college, university. I was there for the purpose of trying to get my diploma right degree and move on right so it's more about getting information knowledge and what university really taught me was you know just the thought process how do you navigate the real situation right educate yourself so that you become more you know independent more than anything okay um because schooling is completely different than the real life it uh, is of 100%. what's going on right and <laughs> therefore you know whatever you learn in school becomes dated and obsolete right right um, and you know people go for college university for that real life experience that whole right. social aspect um right. you know and and i i can still see it today right like where during this pandemic i mean if you're missing that social aspect anyone yeah. can go and do online learning themselves right why pay, you know, that school X amount of tuition and fees when you can do it for, for a fraction of the cost? There's, right. there's universities that offer it for free online, right? If right. it's just right. for education, you can sure. learn anything yourself, right? 100%. But it's the experience. Yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And yeah, you're going to learn, you know, the, the true education happens after, <laughs> you know, like when, you know, you get those entry level roles and you start actually getting into your careers, into the real world. That's when you really start to learn. Um, but the after Western, um, did you go immediately into uh, working again or did you did you go into um, did you advance your education even further? What was your what was your experience after Western? Or your path? Um, yeah, so I, I I just finished school and I had to pay off my debt, right? So yeah. I got a job in Toronto. Okay. Um, and my first job was sales, advertising sales. Gotcha. Um, and it was it was fun, right? Like for me, it was more um, I either do at the office kind of finance work, which would be yeah. stuck in front of a computer. Yeah. But it didn't really mold to my kind of personality. And, right. And um, being in sales really fit where I wanted, you know, that connection with people, building yeah. solid relationships, going out there and yes, grinding it out. Right. Like yeah. you only get rewarded when you deliver on, you know, results. Right. And right. that's what sales is all about. Right. Um, right. They right. drive you with commission versus yeah. a, a stable salary. Yeah. Yeah. And so many people, though, they just it's like. They, they it's like a sink or swim kind of a kind of an environment and so many people sink you know how how are you able to not only not not sink but you know honest like kind of rise uh to the to the to the it seems like to the cream of the cream of the crop almost like in in your in your respective field and your in the organization that you work with how are you able to kind of do so well in sales yeah so me being curious i would yeah. always be asking the top reps okay uh, managers vps on skill sets right like right. what can i do to get better and then before work i would always be the first one in work and last one to leave so okay. before work i would always at that time i had yeah. a cd player or mp3 i didn't have like today it's like you know ipad and yep. ipods and all yep. that stuff um, right but at that time i was listening to audiobooks on how to be 
a great salesperson. So okay. I was listening to like Zig Ziglar's, Brian Teresi's, wow. and to get inspiration on how they became the best salesperson ever, right? For sure. And it's like I, I was going to the library a lot while going, you know, going to school, right? So I knew there were resources. I either read or I listen, right? Yeah, and yeah. I do it before and after work. So I was okay. like trying to grasp as much information and intel and trying different things all the time, right? Right. But I was the hardest worker all the time. I was the all first the one in. I would always make, and when I was at work, I would make pound the pavement, either calls or I was out there listening to people. I didn't yeah. have time to chit chat or go for coffee and waste time with all the other staff. And there were a right. lot of sales reps. And right. a lot of them were like, yeah, let's take it easy. Let's go. I was in it to pay down my debt, right? right. They don't, <laughs> people don't understand when you have this burden behind you of what's really holding you back, right? right. They don't really know why you're driven the way you right. are, right? Right, so, right. And it all depends. Like if you are in a better position, sure, of course, right? If you had your own car, sure. But I didn't have a car. I didn't have a cell phone. I was in so much debt. I was living paycheck to paycheck. Like all these yeah. things were. Yeah, yeah. It's it's motivators, right? And yeah. for me, that's what made me continue driving myself to keep pushing, to yeah. get better, to do more, to keep, you know. And on the weekends, you know, you either go play sports or hang out with friends. I was listening to audio tapes, going right. to the office, still pounding the pavement because all these extra hours. And I don't know if, um, you know, Gary V says it a lot about like just side hustles and just keep hard work similar. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I didn't know Gary V back then, but it was like that same mindset of just keep doing something. Right. Yeah. And yeah. getting better and making mistakes. But right. That's how you learn. Right. Yeah. 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 One of my mentors says you, you want to fail fast so you can succeed fast. Right. You want to, you want to get through those iterations, as quickly as possible so that way you can get closer to like the yes for instance like in sales right you, you got to get those no's to get a yes right so we, we can't be afraid of the the the, the failure side of of, of success right because you know they, they they come hand in hand and um it, it just makes me think about so many people in sales and in and, and any role or position that they're in a lot of time what prevents them from maybe moving forward or taking that, that or leveling up so to speak is maybe they just don't know what to do it seems like you know uh like they, they they're looking for someone to show them or tell them exactly what to do or what to say or or who to call or whatever the case may be and um for those of us who for like yourself who you know find it find success you like you said you're listening to you're listening to things you're constantly paying attention and asking questions and you're kind of formulating this process in your mind taking what's already there to science and then you're putting yourself you're adding you into it right um and 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 that is kind of creating success for you um and it's just you know i just wish we could wrap that up and kind of distribute that out to more people because <laughs> it's a lot of great people out there i believe that could be very successful but you know they 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 just haven't been able to establish the science and the art side of of what it what it means to be successful. Like they get the science, but they're not putting themselves into it, you know. <laughs> and it's like how can, you can't you can't you can't have the same success someone else is having uh, if 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 you're trying to be exactly like them, right? You have to be yourself. Um, exactly. Yeah. So like, how do you, how you what do you think about the art and the science of kind of like success? Is that kind of like in alignment with how things work for yourself? Yeah. So mindset is a big role right so yeah being clear on why you're doing what you're doing right mindset um, yeah i i always had smaller goals and my big goal right and aspiration yeah. so while right. i was starting my first job i was like i gotta pay down my debt but i also eventually need a car right to do right. sales uh, right everyone else and these this is one thing like i got the job and one of the requirements was have a car to do outside sales, right? I didn't right. have a car. So at the beginning, I would ask my manager to drive me around or okay. I would take public transit to go to every single sales call, right? No right? knew my situation, right? But everyone already had their vehicle. So I don't mm -hmm. know where they came from, but maybe they've already had some savings. They've worked at other careers and jobs to have mm -hmm. a vehicle. Sure. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So you don't know what other people have gone through and who cares about them. Right. You fo right. focus on your own goals and aspirations. And 
they will figure like who cares what other people say first off right, right because they're right. not they don't know what how you're living what your life situation how you know what you're going through and their troubles and you know family obligations no one knows what's going no on except yourself and 100%. everyone thinks there's problems right everyone thinks they have the worst problem and situation than anyone else everyone's going through shit all the time. Right. <laughs> so right? true, so true, so true. It, it's so true. And everyone feels like they have it worse than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Sure, fine. Maybe you do have it worse than everyone else. What are you going to do about it? How mm-hmm. are you going to get pick yourself up and make something out of the, the time and life that you have right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I learned that Look, you're in control of your destiny. You make the most of it. I did well because I really focused on just small goals. Look, mm-hmm. I needed a car. I got a beat up car that had a dent because that's all I could afford at the time. Yeah. And it was a couple thousand dollars. That's all I could afford. So, you know, that's what I did. I yeah. ran it for a couple of years, but it allowed me to save a little bit more, pay off my debt. Like mm-hmm. I was strong with finance as well because I didn't spend a ton of money uh, yeah. because I didn't have a lot, <laughs> but I wanted to pay off my debt so that I could then eventually have a place of my own, right? Or right. rent a place on my own as opposed to a room. Right. right. <laughs> so it's like everyone doesn't know what your situation is. Right. Yeah, for sure. What 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 company did you work for when you um when you were doing yourselves? What was the yeah, name so of the, the Yeah, the first company, uh first job outside of university was a company called the Red Pages. Okay. And it was What's the red pages. Of, yeah. So <laughs> the red pages was a great concept. And I, I still talk about it all the time because this was back in 2003. So about yeah. 17 years ago, before Google existed, it was a printed directory um, of every single local business, but of only websites. Oh, wow. Okay. So at that <laughs> time, computers um, were P2, P3, and it was dial up speed, mm. internet. Slow. With, what that meant was, <laughs> It took five minutes to load, boot up. It took a couple minutes to open your email address. And it took a a couple minutes to browse on any single website. So what my intention was, was, wow, great concept. Yellow pages, which was only telephone number in a directory. This was going to take off, right? If Mm -hmm. technology didn't advance the the level and pace that it did. So Mm -hmm. then comes a couple years into it where computers advanced, ships got faster, internet speed got faster, mm-hmm. and therefore that whole directory business got wiped out by Google, right? <laughs> uh, so, but it was a great concept. So I, yeah. I was a big advocate of that whole concept. And that's why you have to believe in whatever you sell, right? You have so to, you have to. I, yeah. I believed in it and that's why I sold it very well. Um, yeah. And then I dabbled into some tech, I dabbled into some other advertising, digital, online and traditional and then mm-hmm. i worked at yellow pages so the main okay. competitor yeah uh, i was there for f- five years um so it was a printed directory phone books um but i learned so much there where yeah. i was i was meeting with thousands of business owners right yeah yeah and these are people that i truly respected because they were community leaders they were at the epic of what I wanted to achieve, right? And become, yeah. which yeah. were, you know, they had their own staff, they had products and services, they were, you know, living a, a decent living, right? They had right. a n- nice business, nice car, family, you know, just as in general, those are people I aspired and looked up to. So right. um, the opportunity of working with at Yellow Pages and meeting all these business owners allowed me to have one hour mentor sessions with these business owners wow um and they were thousands of them and if if i look at what i kind of look at now and i reflect it was like the best experience because yes i sold them advertising Mm -hmm. but at the beginning of before every call i had 15 minutes of really just asking them questions and being curious right 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 how they grew their business what what does success mean? What does your business really entail? Learning yeah. a little bit about how they became who they were, right? Right, right. So I was like so fortunate to have worked in that kind of environment. And mm-hmm. it really evolved where 
I wanted to be like them, but also help them as, as much as possible. And that's why yeah. I pivoted to what, what I have formed now. What you're doing now. Yeah. That, that is so amazing. It just, it just seems like you were in your sweet spot, right? Just thinking, thinking about where we started and in in, in when we first started having this conversation, uh, some of the habits that you were forming as a, as a young person, you know, having that curiosity as a young person. Um, even when you, when you said that, Hey, you know, seeing the CEOs and their, and their jets and things like that, it was like, those are some of the people who were like my, my first kind of like role models, people I wanted to be like, and now you have an opportunity to be around these people and then utilize that curiosity, right. To, to, um, now learn from them. So you were just like in your, in your sweet spot, you were in your success lane. It sounds like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is it so was great. The best. Like, yeah. But you have to figure out what you enjoy doing, who you right. want to evolve and become, right? Yeah. And this is where experience matters or right. you kind of reflecting and understanding what makes you happy. Yeah. Where do you want to be? And these are goals, right? Like you always have to sit down and figure out what's going on in your life situation. And yeah. yes, it can get better. How yeah. do you get make it better? Surround yourself with good, like-minded people right. and really just hard work and dedication and goal set and keep staying committed because there were challenging times for sure, right? Yeah. There were really, really depressing times, but right. stay positive, right? Yeah, for sure. So you, you left Yellow Pages and you left Yellow Pages not to go work for another company. You left Yellow Pages to start your own enterprise. So what spurred that on like what made you make the decision to move on from corporate america to doing something more entrepreneurial yeah so i i met a ton of sales reps yeah. while at uh yellow pages i met a ton of business owners thousands of them and the times of um every time i met with these business owners they were telling me less ROI, return on investment. They were spending more than ever in advertising. Traditional media, media has pivoted away to digital. Yeah. And I had to really figure out, like, where do people go today uh, at that time, seven years ago, right. to search for businesses? Uh, right. Because there's diminishing returns on traditional media. And I was using Google a lot. And if I was the average person, how do I search on Google? Do I pay on ads? Do I click mm -hmm. on ads or do I click below? So... I just knew that there was an opportunity. There were people that were in need of mm -hmm. trusting someone or a company. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to fill that gap. So mm -hmm. then comes me starting a business of trying to fill that gap without any SEO experience and knowledge. Yeah. I had yeah. sales and relationship experience, right? right. Um, so you don't need to know everything to start a business. Okay. You, you just need to find an opportunity where people are willing to pay for your service or product yeah. and you're fi filling that gap. Yeah. And that's what I learned, right? Yeah, because I, I just found it very interesting and, and curious that, you know, you had no, you really didn't have any digital marketing no. advertising experience. You had like sales finance kind of a experience, Only right? sales, exactly. Yeah, so like, you know, when we talk about, you know, obstacles, we talk about limitations, like there are things way less than that, that will say, people will say, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to move forward with this idea. But you had like a really big, <laughs> you know, like obstacle there that, hey, I didn't, I don't have this experience, but. I do see a I do see a a gap in the marketplace, and I wanna and I wanna fill it. So, how were you able to overcome that 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 knowledge gap, right? Uh, that skill set gap, and still um, you know uh, develop an, a business idea that was viable um, that people could actually utilize in in the marketplace. Yeah. So, with my <laughs> uh, work habits and yeah. life habits, I would be spending a lot of time learning, um, yeah. making a ton of mistakes. Uh, yeah. so my skill set was sales. So I knew I can sell a product. I was okay. out there and the first client I had, I didn't even have a laptop at that time. Yeah. Um, I had a cell phone and I basically went up to a pet grooming company, um, yeah. and said, look, give me money <laughs> six months up front yeah. and I will deliver my promise. You got my word on it. Then wow. I had to go figure out, right? And then I kept doing that because I needed money to pay for people <laughs> to do the work, right? Yes. So I was bootstrapping everything. And I, I would say, don't do what I did, but yeah. I learned a ton. I, I, right. Like, 
it's mm. it's the part of evolution of a business, right? Yeah, There's you did it. Different ways to get into journey, right? Um, on yeah, entrepreneurship. Yeah. So I just find that so 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 inspirational, John. You know, I really do. You know, the fact that you just had the courage, that you you believe in yourself enough to say, you know what, I can I can do this. You know, like I'm gonna do this in spite of, and I I just find that to be so limitless, man. And I just wanted to affirm that, you know, uh, before we before we move forward forward, that that is just so inspirational to me. And I I, I just hope that the people listening to this podcast uh, find that to be inspirational as well. Uh, but for those who don't know, um, please tell me about your company. You know, what product or service do you provide? Yeah, so we're a full service SEO agency that yeah. really focuses on helping the local community kind of service based type of clients, right? Okay. okay. Um, from dentists to lawyers to trades, plumbers, roofers, you name it, um, because they're the backbone of every community, every neighborhood, yeah. and every city, right? Yeah. Um, but what they don't know is there's a lot of SEO agencies out there, and they're the ones that usually deal with bigger brands. Right. Um, so I'm trying to fill a gap where there's a lot of small, medium sized business owners, and I'm trying okay. to just help them out um, with my price point, but offer the same, you know, everything the big brands are getting, but at a more affordable cost for uh, the small, medium sized players. Um, okay. So I've really focused on everything from content uh, creations to um, link building to development work to okay. graphic work to SEO consultant. There's a lot involved in SEO. Um, okay. and I've learned that over the years. Yeah. Um, and I, I made a ton of mistakes, but it's a lot of fun. So not only do yeah. I continue growing in terms of knowledge, I'm trying to grow as a business owner as well. Absolutely. And how long have you been in operation? Uh, seven years. So I started seven in years. 2013. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And tell me what, what is your, outside of being the owner and the founder, what is your like day-to-day -day role look like? What is your day-to-day -day activity look like uh, as an individual at, at, at SEO, local SEO search? Yeah. So today I'm not really in the business. I have okay. uh, sales operations, the whole team involved yeah. in the daily yeah. day to day. Um, okay. But I also want to overview, right? So I do a lot of team meetings still. I want to make sure that everyone's still going after the same KPIs, monthly meetings, weekly targets. Um, okay. And then I enjoy doing stuff like this. So I mentor a lot as well for right. small business owners, as well as um, going on podcasts, doing a lot more speaking. I'm working on a book. I just want to continue being engaged with this whole industry because I love yeah. it. I love yeah. helping business owners uh, because again, they're busy running a business, right? They don't want to continue learning and evolving on this digital space if they have no interest in doing it. And yeah. it's, it's like a new language for a lot of people. Right. Just yeah, like yeah. maybe accounting is for a lot of business owners. They're not right. You know, comfortable with sales maybe. Right. So they hire experts in different fields to have an in-house team or they outsource it all. So it's yeah. very similar to this digital world. And that's what I want to start, you know, continue doing for a lot of these business owners. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with, with digital and, and marketing changing so much, like it seems like all the time, you know, where do you see it going in the next five years? Where do you see the SEO business, you know, being in the next, in the next five years? Uh, SEO is here to stay. I it's feel stay. Uh, as yeah. long as Google's here to stay, um, yeah. Google's sole purpose is to provide the best user experience and yeah. match the query, the search uh, with that customer or that search, the user uh, with a business that uh, connects right with them. So it's all about like providing the best most thought after well-researched content or position your, your website with customers that are actively looking throughout the entire buyer journey. So it's all right. about like just continually having an awesome website, running a great business and taking care of your customers, right? Like solid yeah. foundation of running a business, which yeah. is people forget about that. They think, Oh, I gotta be on social media. I gotta be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram all the time. Right. Are they your customers going there to search for your business? makes sense think about it right like if you are in business or if you are looking for a business where do you go mm -hmm. how do you search what do mm -hmm. you type in to search right these are things that you have to always think about as a business owner okay yeah for sure and you know are there any like big audacious goals 
uh, you hope to achieve by, the, let's say, the end of this year, or maybe let's say the end of next year, right? You know, we'll give it a fresh start. Are there any big audacious <laughs> goals for, for local SEO search? I, I would say I'm always about slow and steady, always wins the yeah. race. Uh, yeah. Constant smaller goals that are achievable um, yeah. that will make it the bigger goals, right? So yeah. just take care of, I think the big thing is taking care of my active clients, doing things the right way, especially yeah. now that this pandemic has kind of grown bigger than ever, um, making sure that their family is okay making sure that their staff is taken care of making sure that they are still in operation that's right. more important to me than trying to continue growing right like i gotta right. take care of my own base so right. similar to my staff making sure that their family is okay you know providing for so as my obligations are a little bit different than i when i first started because i'm very accountable for a lot of a other lot people, people now right right right, right. and therefore that's what drives me. I need to ensure that I have enough revenue to pay for my staff and take care of my clients. Everything is like, yeah. uh, you know, like a car, right? You got to make right. sure you have fuel and you, uh, you know, maintain everything. So it runs smoothly. Right. 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 Yeah. No, I love it, uh, John. And, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, you know, this, uh, your story and, um, I'm really rooting for local SEO search. And is, is this a, is this a local SEO search? I know you're based in Canada. Can people in the United States use local SEO search as well? Yeah, definitely. So we have clients, uh, throughout North America, um, UK and Australia. It's all about just helping good people become great people. Right. Uh, especially business owners. Um, so it's, it's fun. Right. And that's yeah. why I'm doing what I do. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be doing it if, I didn't enjoy working with good, solid business owners with yeah, the same values. Sure. With the same values, yeah. So the the, the final um, you know questions I have for you um, is is what we call the limitless round. It's like my 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 play on the uh, the lightning round. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, and just a couple questions, you know, just to kind of uh, you know uh, showcase your limitlessness. Um, but what what was the most important thing? So th these are the questions in the limitless round. Uh, what was the most important thing you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning, learning it? And what was your life like after learning it? Um, so learning it is being grateful for the opportunities that are in front of you. Um, yeah. I'm very grateful to be living in a Western world, um, yeah. not a torn war torn country. Right. So people oversee that where yeah. I have food, I have shelter I have air, I have water, I have the, the, just basic necessities to continue doing what I love doing. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's something I would be grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you define success? Success to me is um, for me, helping as many people and impacting as many people's lives as possible one at a time. So I, mm. I'm not going to be, um, you know, on TV anytime soon. Yeah. I, I just feel like if I can help someone that really is in need, um, or aspire or want to aspire to be someone greater than they are. That's success to me. Slowly. Yeah. But surely. For sure. yeah. And what was one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? Um, <laughs> well, I, I had a lot of goals. Um, yeah. Those goals were not really realistic, but at least yeah. I had goals, right? So always going after the shorter term goals, um, makes it a lot easier to get the bigger goals, right? So yeah. um, not going after the bigger one and chasing those big ones because you're really going to fail if you go after the biggest goal out there. It's right. good to have them, but also have smaller ones like weekly, Absolutely. you know, quarterly targets, monthly targets, right? As goals. Yeah. Um, that's going to really define success for you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? I would say there's a lot of resources out there, um, but yeah. first off, go out and sell. Go out there and see if there's a market. Go out there, get clients, and listen to them on why they chose you. Mm -hmm. And utilize that to really focus on acquiring new customers that way, right? Like, yeah. Because mistakes happen, um, but people who pay for your product or service will be honest with you. Yeah. And as long as you're raw and authentic that way back, um, and not like 
you know, faking it, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> people can read you. People, yeah. people are smart, right? Especially yep. business owners. So you want to make sure that you are up at the most, um, you know, have morals, right? Have values that are in alignment with theirs. Yeah, for sure. And um, what is one common myth about your profession or field that you want to, that you would like to take some time to maybe debunk? Yeah, SEO is uh, very... I would say overused uh, because a lot of people are uh, guaranteed a lot of things. Um, yeah. They're solicited a lot by email and phone calls. I would say go out there and educate yourself, inform yourself a little bit on what really is, what SEO is, you know, can do for your business. Yeah. Um, I feel it's the best ROI for any form of advertising out there. If done right, partnered with the right company. Yes, yeah. you can hire people in-house. You can hire freelancers but they don't have hundreds or thousands of campaigns under their belt with right. experience, solid experience. And experience means everything in right. a lot of, in life actually, right? Like yeah. people that are much more mature, that's gone through what you want to achieve and go through, mm -hmm. hang out with them, ask some real questions, right? Yeah, for sure. And you know, I don't want to give away too much, you know, but what if you could give away maybe one or two tips on getting on the first page of Google for, for our business owners out there who, you know, they want to improve their business. <laughs> you know, yeah, what are yeah. a couple what are some tips if you don't mind sharing on yeah. getting on the front on the first page of Google? <laughs> I would say people focus so heavily on being on the first page of Google without yeah. um, taking care of their business. Run an awesome business first. Right. Learn how to run a kick-ass business. And what does that mean? Taking care of your customers, listening to them, understanding what your competitors are doing, understanding your price point, your service level, what makes you unique, right? Yeah. That's where you will get better. Once you know who your customers are, who your ideal you know, avatar person, person that you want to go after, then you yeah. can create a kick-ass website, awesome SEO campaign to deliver on who you want to go after. People yeah. forget about the foundation of running a business. And mm -hmm. most of these business owners that survived for generations, they took care of their clients. They listened, you know, they relied on referral and word of mouth without any digital, you know, representation. Why? Mm -hmm. Because they understood how to run a really awesome business, right? Right, so right. Do that first. And it's going to take you years to figure that out, not weeks and months, because people cannot just listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video to become the best business owner. You have right. to live it. You have to go in, out there and do something about it. Yeah. And, you know, John, that's, so, that's some great advice. And, you know, you're someone, you know, now that I'm getting to know you even, even more, I feel like you're a great representation. I already knew it before, but I think you're a great representation of what we mean by limit, limitless. Um, what advice would you give someone struggling with limiting beliefs? So it, it's hard, right? Your mindset yeah. plays a yeah. huge role of success. And yeah. if you can surround yourself with people that are positive, right? People who drag you down all the yeah. time should have no, you know, area in your life. You should even surround yourself with those people, hang yeah. out with them or talk to them. Even though they could be your best friend, why are they dragging you down? They should be supportive. They should be uplifting. They should yeah. want to make you become the best version of whoever you want to be and fully right. support that. Right. And that's right. where parents, I would say are always the biggest influencers. And if you mm. have a really strong support system of friends and family, rely on that. If you don't go out there and find mentors or coaches or community leaders or church or whatever it is, there's groups of athletes or people that actually want to help you, right? right. Be the best right. version of yourself. So don't get stuck, right? right. Those right. people, there's so many people out there that are willing to help you. So mm -hmm. surround yourself with them. Yeah, great advice, great advice. And as far as your ability to overcome limiting beliefs and obstacles, uh, does spirituality ever come into play with your limitlessness? So I have never uh, focused on religion. Gotcha. Um, but 
for me, it is a huge component for everyone's life, right? And yeah. I, I value whatever, um, and I respect people that are religious. Um, yeah. I ultimately believe in, you know, just taking care of and being good, right? And what yeah. does good mean? I mean, yeah. I'm sure you don't need to be, you know, in church to do that. Um, I was raised uh, with strong family values, right? Because right. We, we took care of each other. We didn't have much. My parents right. didn't know about church growing up. We cared about <laughs> having bread on the table, right? Right, right. So these things really molded me to who I am today. And that's why that's family true. comes first, no matter what. No matter what. Okay, thank you, John. And just a few more questions, if you could just bear with me. Um, if you could just step into my shoes, you know, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? <laughs> uh, I think I think you asked me a lot of uh, great, great, <laughs> compelling questions, right? Um, yeah. I would say just go out, have fun, do something, right? Yeah. Don't wait for things to happen. Yeah. Don't don't watch and listen to things that are negative or people that really, you know, or maybe claiming the world as well. Like these mm -hmm. misconceptions, there's a lot of fake stuff out there. Right. Really surround yourself with people you respect and trust because mm. they're going to talk and speak the truth, right? Mm. There's a lot of negativity out there or people that want to, um, you know, for fast money or tricky on doing these multi-level yep. marketing or fast drugs or whatever it is. There's a lot out there, right? Mm -hmm. Stay grounded, understand you have morals, you have, you know, respect, you understand why, how you were raised, right? Yeah. Focus on those values because everyone's going to try to drag you in on every aspect in life. Right. But focus yeah. on that. Yeah. And, and where can our listeners connect with you online and how can they find more information about local SEO search? Yeah. So you can check out our website, local SEO search.ca. We also own the .com um, URL, but if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn as well, you can find me on the team page of local SEO search.ca and just look for John Vong and you can find me on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. And did you want to take a, a, a minute to talk about the impact initiative? I know that that was something uh, that I, I saw online and I just thought it was just such a, a great you know, initiative. I don't know if you wanted to just kind of address it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So the first year, it's actually only in Canada, but yeah. I'm going to talk about it um, yeah. because as you know, this pandemic has really overtaken every business owner. Yeah. lives right especially the the community leaders the restaurants the mom and pop family-run businesses and right. for me usually i i do like a backpack giveaway where i give to uh, new immigrants or lower income families uh, backpacks full of school supplies um, for hundreds of students right um, but this year i wasn't able to because here in canada there's really strict guidelines on giving anything away um, yeah. so what i turned to is really my strength which is helping business owners so mm -hmm. what i've done is for the next five years i'm going to be giving away uh, 100 seo campaigns uh, wow. full one-year campaigns um, and really just helping them uh, get more exposure digitally. Um, wow. So for me, that's something as the least that uh, I can do because I feel like I'm very grateful for what I've accomplished and have a yeah. great team and I know what I can do to help them. Um, so yeah. we have a lot of people applying and it's just doing, making a small difference, right? Yeah, for sure. And and you people can get more information about the Impact Initiative on localseosearch.ca on your, on your website? Yes, Okay. Yeah, you can actually uh, add it on the show notes. Uh, yeah. We'll send you the link as well. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. So, John, you have survived the limitless round. <laughs> um, I, my last and final question for you is, tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. So, so something that's true. Um, I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> I just love, uh, I love eating. Yeah. Um, but now I've kind of moved to a health conscious eating. Yeah. Um, so for me, I used to eat a ton of food at all you can eat because of value. Yeah. N now <laughs> it's all about switching it and it's all about like, you know, health is a big component as a family member, uh, a, a dad. I want to ensure that, you know, playing a big vital role of optimizing your life 
means yeah. health being a part of that. Um, not yeah. only work and business and money and relationships, you got to take care of yourself, right? So yeah. I, now I've really focused on making sure that that huge component pillar is a part of my life. Absolutely. John Vong, thank you so much for joining us on the Limitless Bleed podcast. I hope it was a great experience for you. Um, and I would love to have you come back on the show maybe in the, fu- in the, near- in the future. You know, uh, this, this doesn't have to be our last conversation. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for being on our podcast. And I just want to say for everybody that's listening to the podcast, true success lies within the process, not the end result. And I think John was, you know, doing a great job in explaining the process about his, you know, in regards to his success. So love the process everyone and until the next time we we are able to meet and speak uh stay limitless peace i hope you've enjoyed this episode for more episodes just like this one be sure to subscribe to limitless belief wherever you get your podcast and remember knowing means nothing until you apply it so get going get growing And I'll see you on the other side of Limitless.